Welcome to the brand new series of The Story Forest, an original story podcast for curious and adventurous children. In today's episode, we meet Theo, who has just moved house. He's not too impressed to be suddenly living in the country, but the surprises keep coming as he meets a man who says he's a monster hunter and discovers there's something very, very strange in the woods. Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother. Theo the Monster Hunter Theo had always lived in the city. On holiday, they went on city breaks. All his friends lived in the city. His grandparents did too. So when Theo's parents decided to move to the countryside, he had been very, very surprised. And now they were here, in a house full of spiders, with a real proper forest at the bottom of the garden. Theo looked around. There were plants in the garden, and his room was bigger than his room in the city. But the village looked small, and the school looked tiny. Just then, Mum appeared in the door. The neighbour has invited us for a cup of tea, she spoke with a smile, so we can get out of the way of all the boxes coming in. Come on. Theo stared at Mum for a moment. In the city, they had hardly even known their neighbours, and he had a strong feeling that there weren't going to be any other kids involved. He gave a big sigh, then went over to his mum. She put her arms around him and squeezed tight. I know you miss our old place, but this is going to be brilliant, you'll see. And then she was off, down the stairs. Theo began to follow and Dad joined them. Brilliant? The word bounced around in his head. He certainly hadn't seen anything brilliant so far. They walked two doors down and knocked on the door. It opened to reveal a man who could have been in a film or a comic book as an eccentric old man. He had beetle-like eyebrows, wispy hair that ranged from dark grey to white, and wiry glasses. Theo could even see a top hat on a hat stand next to him. Come in, come in! The man almost pranced out of their way, gesticulating enthusiastically with his arms. Moving is a terrible bother. I, I hope I'll never do it again. The kettle's just boiled and I've got some cake. Come and sit down, all of you. There was so much to look at in this house. Every wall was covered in interesting pictures and there were strange things everywhere. But the man hurried them towards a living room where the coffee table was covered in a mismatching tea set. Theo sat down and looked around him. There was some sort of animal skeleton balanced on top of a cricket bat. There was a statue of some kind of horse. There were lots and lots and lots of books. A large photo of Mount Everest and more things than he could possibly even look at. Theo tuned back in to what the adults were saying. Have you travelled a lot? Mum said, her eyes also wandering around the room. Their host, Mr Sebastian, was pouring tea and handing round some funny little biscuits. Theo took a cake and Mr Sebastian was off, talking about the places he'd been and the things that he had seen. Still, 
he said, finishing. You've done well to move here. Wickety Wood and the village are my favourite places in the whole world. He gave Theo a big grin, and Theo had to stop himself from scowling. He wasn't going to like this place just because an old man said so. Then Mr Sebastian was urging Mum and Dad to go out into the garden to see a particular view of the wood, and they did. And for a moment, Theo and Mr Sebastian were alone. Mr Sebastian changed suddenly, leant forward to Theo and spoke in a loud, urgent whisper. I knew it! I knew it the moment I saw you! You're a monster hunter! It's good to have you here! He held out a hand for Theo to shake, but Theo was completely shocked. What do you mean? He managed to whisper eventually. A small frown appeared on the old man's face and he dropped his hand. Why, no need to pretend to me. I'm one myself, you know. As I'm sure you know, Wickety Woods is full of monsters and we desperately need a hunter here. And I'm going on holiday tomorrow. What marvellous timing. He gave a big grin. I don't know what you're talking about, Theo almost whispered, his heart hammering in his chest. What on earth was going on? Mr Sebastian looked worried, but just then Mum and Dad came back into the room. His expression changed immediately, and Theo saw that what they had spoken about was meant to be a secret. It was very, very strange. Theo said nothing else for the rest of their visit, and soon Mum and Dad said it was time to go and check on the removals. Theo's head was still spinning. They had pizza for lunch at home, and Mum and Dad started to look at boxes and measure things and plan things and heave furniture around, and Theo escaped into the garden. He walked down the path, inspected the bushes and looked at the trees. He attempted to climb one, but didn't get very far. This place was so strange, so far away from everything, so full of grass and trees and no people or parks or shops or cinemas. And then there was Mr Sebastian. Theo found himself looking towards the wood, and then walking towards it at the bottom of the garden. As he got to the fence, he noticed that there was a panel that looked a bit out of place. He reached out to see if he could push it back into place, then realised that actually it could swing further. It could swing completely out of the way, leaving a doorway into the woods. Theo looked back at the house, but no one was watching. He was filled suddenly with a great curiosity to see Wickety Woods, to see why they had moved here to prove to himself that there weren't any monsters. And in some ways it didn't even feel as though he was leaving his garden. He stepped through and into the woods. It felt different straight away. It felt wild and beautiful. It felt like somewhere. It felt amazing. Theo felt some sort of excitement rising in his chest that he couldn't explain and didn't even want. But soon he was dodging between the trees, looking up at the sunlight, chasing trails and looking around him everywhere he went. He saw squirrels, birds and what he thought was the back of a deer. He trod over footpaths past ancient gnarled trees and delicate flowers poking through the undergrowth. And then he saw it, 
and then he heard it, a huge bulky creature as big as a wardrobe with dark dry skin like giant tree bark with eyes the size of teacups and arms reaching reaching as the monster gave a loud moan Theo began to run somehow he made it all the way home through the fence and back up to the house he appeared in the living room and ran straight up to his mum if she hadn't been unpacking a box, she might have noticed that his face had gone white and that he was clenching his fists tightly. But as it was, when he said, Mum, please can I go and ask Mr Sebastian something? She just nodded and told him not to be a bother. Theo almost flew out of the house and ran across the pavement, lifting his hand to knock on the door when it opened in front of him. Mr Sebastian stood there looking mildly surprised. Good afternoon, Theo. The monster hunter's instinct, I see. Something is amiss. But Theo just burst with words spilling out of him. I don't even know what you're talking about, and I'm definitely not any sort of hunter, and you seem to know lots of things that I don't know, but it's all very strange, and I think I just saw a monster. He stopped for breath. Mr Sebastian was frowning at him. Do you mean to say he said slowly, that you've never seen a monster before. Theo nodded. Well, Mr Sebastian looked confused for a second, then ducked back inside the house. You'd better have these then. Theo watched from the doorstep as Mr Sebastian seemed to grab random items from among his collection. He reappeared at the doorstep. Here we go then, your equipment. Theo looked. Mr Sebastian was holding out a battered old top hat, a long brown stick and a remote control that looked as though it was much older than Theo. Theo looked at him blankly and Mr Sebastian thrust them forwards again. Theo reluctantly took them and Mr Sebastian stepped off his front door and began to speak. Of course, normally the training would be much more formal and proper, but I suppose you'll have to learn on the job. We can't leave it much longer, you know. What did the monster look like? Theo tried to describe what he had seen, and Mr Sebastian gave a big sigh. They were walking down a little alleyway beside the house now, and into the wood. Alas, poor Tricklemore, Mr Sebastian said. Well, at least I know where we are going. Now then, Theo, as for your equipment... You'd better put the hat on. Ah, here we go. Mr Sebastian stopped by a large tree and reached into it. He drew out an even more battered top hat, which he put onto his head, a large stick and another remote control, which he put into his pocket. What are these for? Theo said, putting his hat on uncertainly. The hat is for authority. A monster responds to it well. The stick is just very, very useful for prodding things and such like. And the remote is only to be used in an utter emergency. I've never used one myself. He gave a sniff. And Theo was pretty sure that he was proud of that fact. And monster hunting. I mean, what do you... what do we... Theo was trotting to keep up with Mr Sebastian, who had started to stride through the woods. 
You'll see, the old man spoke grimly. Wait here. They both hid behind a tree. Theo could feel his heart thudding in his chest. The moaning sound was there again, and then closer and closer. Then Mr Sebastian stepped out from behind the tree and spread his arms and spoke, clearly and gently. Tricklemore, oh Tricklemore, why are you here? The moan happened again, but then the monster began to speak in a voice that somehow reminded Theo of bogs and marshes and swamps. The sonorous has fallen asleep in my bath. I am going dry, dry, dry. Mr Sebastian frowned. We'll come with you. Come on, Theo. Tricklemore, let me present to you your new monster hunter. Theo really, really didn't want to step out from behind the tree, but shaking somewhat, he did. Each step felt like he was walking through thick mud, but he made it. He looked at the monster. Suddenly now, his big eyes looked sad rather than frightening, and looking at his skin, it did look horribly dry. The monster nodded to him and then began to stalk to, into the forest, followed by Mr Sebastian and then Theo. His mind was buzzing with a million questions, but it didn't seem to be quite the right time. And out of the corner of his eye, he kept thinking he saw things, flashes of colour or fur or wings or web or just about anything. Were these monsters? Could everyone see them? After a few minutes, going through different parts of the wood, they came to a big, boggy area, full of mud. In the middle was a dip with lots of water, and in that was another monster. It was another surprise, as this monster looked completely different from the first. It was also enormous, but it looked more like a cross between a seal and a large rock, with a smooth dinosaur-type head. It was fast asleep and it was snoring loudly. Mr Sebastian took his long stick, gave Theo a wink, twirled it through the air dramatically, and then prodded the monster with it, lots and lots of times, until the monster began to stir and then turn and then wake, turning three large green eyes to the group. Sonderous, this really isn't fair. You know Tricklemore needs to be in his bath. The Sonderous pushed himself up on two large muscular arms and then stood up, looking shamefaced, with an enormous bulbous nose dripping with a purple fluid. Theo wondered why he knew that the dripping nose meant that the monster was upset. I'm sorry, Tricklemore. The voice from the monster was slow and deep. I fell asleep. Mr Sebastian rolled his eyes as Tricklemore and Sonderus swapped places. Tricklemore looked very, very happy as he settled down into the mud. Theo could see his skin change right in front of them. The mud seemed to heal him and to Theo's surprise the monster was soon green with soft-looking skin all over. Mr Sebastian and the Sonderus were having a hushed conversation. The Tricklemore looked up at Theo. Someone new to the woods, then. Welcome, Theo. Thank you for your help. I believe you brought Mr Sebastian to me. 
Yes, Theo had finally found his voice. I I'm sorry for running from you for the first time. This is all brand new to me, he swallowed. I, I didn't even know that monsters were real. Tricklemore raised his eyebrows. You've got a lot to learn then. If you need any help, let me know. Theo nodded slowly. It was very kind of Tricklemore, but wasn't he meant to be hunting monsters, not asking them for help? Just then, Mr Sebastian came back to the conversation. They bowed low to the monsters, then moved on. Mr Sebastian, Theo said as they were moving away, aren't we supposed to be hunting monsters, not helping them to get their baths back? Ah, oh, yes, that... Mr Sebastian smiled at Theo, showing him that questions were welcome. Initially, we were monster hunters, protecting humans from monsters, that sort of thing. But quite soon we realised that monsters needed more protection. There aren't a lot of them left now, you see, and between you and I, quite a lot of them are in this wood. Mr Sebastian stopped and sat down on a tree stump. There was another one close by and Theo sat there with his head spinning. Why doesn't everyone know about the monsters then? There are footpaths here and picnic benches. Aha, Mr Sebastian gave him a smile. Only a very few people can see the monsters most of the time. And most of them are monster hunters. Or used to be at least. You'll find you understand all of the monsters too, though they're actually speaking many, many different languages. Of course, if the monster presence becomes obvious, everyone can suddenly see them. But so long as they're all fairly well behaved, no one will. Theo processed this in silence. That was how I knew without a doubt that you were a monster hunter, Mr Sebastian said. You had the look of one. Then I spoke to you earlier in my house in a monster language. You understood me, and you'd never heard it before. Oh, you're a natural, and I'm very glad you've come along right now. There does seem to be some sort of trouble in the forest, and I am going away tomorrow. Do you have to? The words burst out of Theo before he could stop them. The idea of a wood full of monsters that he had to somehow look after on his own was completely overwhelming. Oh, I do have to, I'm afraid, Mr Sebastian said. You will do fine. And there's always the remote control in case of utter emergencies. But you'll have help. Some of the monsters have been here for a long time. In fact... He broke off his speech to make a long whistle. I've called Matilda. She'll help you out. Moments later, something purple, fluffy, about the size of a football, with bat-like wings, a long tail and two horns sticking out of its head, fluttered through the air and hovered at head height. Hello, Mr Sebastian. With a shock, Theo realised that she was actually speaking English. Is this Theo? I've just heard about him from Tricklemore. Welcome to Wickety Woods. I'm Matilda. Thank you, Theo said. I imagine you'll need some help making your way around and such. If you come into the forest and whistle like Mr Sebastian did, I'll come and help you. Thank you, 
Theo said again, now with a smile. It would be good, at least, to not be on his own. There we are, said Mr Sebastian briskly. Now you'll be all right. I wonder, Theo started, his mind had started to kick in, if, well, if this isn't all just a strange dream, would it be good for me to meet some of the other monsters, so that I know who is here? Could we have some sort of, well, monster meeting? Ha! Mr Sebastian said, slapping his leg loudly as Matilda made a purring noise. Capital idea. You'll be just fine, young man. I can summon the monsters to attend tomorrow morning at ten. Matilda spoke to Theo now and waited for his decision. He realised that he was, sort of, the boss. Uh, yes, that should be fine, Theo said, not really wanting to add, if my parents think it's okay. Matilda purred again, came over to Theo and rubbed his ear, then flew off into the forest, shouting goodbye behind her. I think it's time I went home, Theo said, and Mr Sebastian leapt up with a nod. They walked through the forest, and though Mr Sebastian was explaining all sorts of things, Theo found he couldn't take them in. They parted at Theo's fence, and Theo dropped his new monster hunting gear, on the woods side of the fence. Just then, something fell on his head. It bounced straight off and Theo, turning, caught sight of something red and fluffy with a large nose, skipping off and singing, I touched the new monster hunter, I jumped on Theo. And then he heard another voice, Theo, it's tea time, come in. It was his mum. His heart warmed. His parents, at least, were still the same. He slipped through the fence, happy to leave the strange new world of Wickety Woods behind him. For today, at least. The End Thanks for listening. Next week, we join Theo as he explores the woods, meets some villagers and realises that his first mission as a monster hunter is upon him. Subscribe to our podcast to make sure you're the first to hear our brand new stories.